I pulled over to the side of the road after dropping off my two small kids at the time. And, uh, I had to go, uh, to my next job working at the pierogi factory, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm just like, man, my life sucks, you know? And, and I'm just kind of like, you know, down on myself. And then I sat there and I'm going, man, God, I, what is it? Why are you not in my corner? What's going right. on? You know? And I don't know how, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to trust you. Even if I don't know how to do it, I'm just going to start trusting you. And it was like something shifted. And in that moment, I just stopped worrying about the future. I stopped worrying. I said, God, you're going to take care of me. Hi, and welcome to the Grotto Podcast hosted by Steve Kim and Michael Yu. I'm your producer, Josh. And today we have our very first guest on the podcast. The very talented Jimmy Yi joins us to share his journey from being a pastor to a successful actor in TV, film, and theater. He's been on the silver screen with Seth Rogen and James Franco in the interview, and most recently known as Jimmy Young in the TV series, Kim's Convenience. In this episode, Jimmy shares with Steve and Michael on the challenges he faced and the lessons learned while pursuing acting and how trusting in God made a pivotal difference in his career. We had a lot of fun in this talk, and I hope that this episode encourages those who are pursuing their careers in the creative arts. So please enjoy this conversation with Jimmy Yi. Welcome to the Grotto Podcast. We have our very first guest ever, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Yi. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's good to be here. Great. Thanks so much for, for so Jimmy, uh, you're an actor. Um, so not only our first guest of the Grotto podcast, but also our first celebrity <laughs> yeah. guest. He's famous. Oh, you've probably seen him around in a lot of stuff. I've actually seen Jimmy in, in a lot of different things. But Jimmy, why don't you give us a little bit of just so that the people that don't know, like some of the background. Sure, um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I've been a local film and TV and uh, theater actor for about a little over 10 years, I'd say. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, I got uh, started. I moved here in 2004. Right. And then um, I just started throwing myself into all kinds of like community theater, musical theater, just wow. to get some uh, experience again and learn and uh, get free free training, basically. That's how I got my free training. Right. And then uh, through that, I started to get an agent and all that kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. I came in at a good time where um, for my category, a lot of guys my age were kind of coming out of the industry. Okay. And I was just getting started in the industry. So it was, it was a good situation for me and a right. smaller market than somewhere like LA. So I, you know, I came here. Um, and Steve was really influential in bringing me and uh, my family here because right. uh, he told me about the, the acting scene here and stuff. So yeah. we thought we'd just give it a go. Well, you guys go way back, right, Steve? Oh yeah, way back. <laughs> yeah. All the way in the summer. Jimmy has like a, Masters in divinity. He's a seminary. He's a pastor yeah. too. So, right. but um, yeah, I always, I always, I knew Jimmy in LA when we were living in LA together, and yeah, and uh, he, uh, he's always had like this. He was an amazing speaker, yeah. and but more than he was speaking, like his animate, he's so animated, and his like ability to capture the audience, and I knew that he had a desire for acting too, and. And so obviously he's been very successful in the acting industry already. And yeah, he has, he's, I think you're going to Taiwan in a 
yeah. for, to do a movie, right? So wow. he's been he's worldwide now, yeah. he's worldwide celebrity. <laughs> Isn't there like a pitbull song like that? <laughs> yeah. We have a celebrity in the house. Right, yeah. yeah. So what are some of the things uh, that uh, you've been on, Jimmy, so far? Um, I would say, um, what are you most known for? The most recent yeah, thing right. I've been uh, known for is uh, playing Jimmy Young on Kim's Convenience. Right. And uh, on theater, I actually play the father, uh, mm -hmm. Appa, on, in theater. Uh, uh, w there's been like maybe three or four productions that I've been in wow. uh, on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and the interview was a movie uh, with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Right. Um, you played and, a pretty prominent role in that one. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a uh, it was a very uh, fun role right. to be able to have an epic death scene and things like that. <laughs> yeah, that was totally. really cool. <laughs> well, we won't spoil what what happens, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, that's mm -hmm. amazing. So uh, you know, so where did where where was the interest in acting sparked? Like, was it since you were a kid? Like, what's the story there? Um, yeah, like when I was in grade two, okay, I was uh, in Cleveland. All right. Ohio. I was a little kid. I was a recent immigrant mm -hmm. and, from Korea. Uh, yeah, yeah, from Korea. And our class was putting on um, a, a Rumpelstiltskin play. Right. And uh, they were, you know, they, they because I was the smallest kid in class. They said, hey, right. "Why don't you play <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin?" <laughs> and uh, right. I was like, well, "Who's Rumpelstiltskin?" You know, yeah. and I could barely speak English. And they right. said, "Oh, he's the midget." And then I was like, "I don't want to be a midget," you know, yeah. and. I was quite offended, but then the teacher talked me into doing it. And, right. and uh, I remember, I don't even remember how, if I really even understood the lines, to be honest. Okay. Because uh, I, I spoke English. English. Right. I learned English watching television. Okay. They put, my parents just put us in front of the TV and we just watched like Sesame Street. Right. <laughs> Electric Company. And we just yeah. watched TV all day and then we'd like mm. learn English. And right. so I don't know that I really understood what I was saying, but right. there was some kind of energy that I felt from the audience Okay. that I, I remember going, oh, if I do this, they react. And then when they do that, it makes me feel a certain way. And wow. it, there was this back and forth. Okay. And I remember feeling really uh, good about doing that. And, right. but then, um, you know, as I grew up, I, I was really uh, insecure, mm -hmm. uh, living in a very, um, you know, predominantly white uh, right. community and experiencing a lot of racism. And so I, I never, wanted to put myself out there. So I kind of just stuffed that part mm -hmm. of me. And then, and then it kind of came out again in uh, uh, university when I went to college, I started getting involved in some stuff and right. doing some like skits and things. And okay. and I was like, Oh, this is fun. I want right. to do this. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I didn't, I didn't have any professional aspirations. I just thought I was going to do ministry all that time. Right. Yeah. So the intention was to do ministry to me then. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what, how did, how did that journey go for you? Like, did it, like, did the acting and the creativity coincide with, with that? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I always thought I was just going to be, uh, you know, a certain type of minister because that, that okay. was the only paradigm I had. Right. I didn't know that you could do things differently, but I just tried to fit into a mold and I, I wasn't feeling good doing it. And what do and you mean was, by that? Um, like what kind of mold? Like, uh, I was working predominantly in Korean churches. And so there was that mold of um, seminary grad, um, you know, you're on a track, you start doing youth ministry, and then you eventually work yeah. your way up to being a senior pastor. But you're, it's everything's about being a the leader leader. And, right. and I think I figured out early on that I'm not that type of leader. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a 
um, supporting leader. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a team guy, you know, where right. I have to kind of, um, I need leadership over me, you know? And so like for me to have to lead everything, it would just did not appeal to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And like when I look at Steve, I go, this is a person who is built to lead, <laughs> you know, it's right. like so clear when I look at him. But then when I look at my gift set, it's like totally different. Right. And so I think that frustration was brewing more and more at the longer I was going into ministry. And then on top of that, I was seeing a lot of, um, just a lot of disappointing things. Uh, and I just lost a lot of uh, hope in, especially the Korean church. Okay. It just felt like they're just going to argue and fight no matter what. <laughs> and oh, then wow. they're going to have a church split. Right. It's just how it always goes down to me, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I, I think I kind of got disillusioned by a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And and I just didn't want to do ministry for a while. Right. I think it was that time when um, a friend of mine visited from um, down in the States and kind of challenged me to take an acting class. Right. And so I said, oh, yeah, all right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then I took an acting class in Anchorage while I was in Alaska. Oh, wow. And I took that class and then it just just exploded for me. I mm-hmm. I, I kind of prayed. I was like, God, you know, if, if, if this is a waste of my time, please let it be known quickly so that right. I don't waste my time. Right. Mm-hmm. But And I said, but if it is something that is, you know, a direction, you know, that, that I could be going down, uh, let it flourish. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of a Gideon's fleece kind of prayer, and right, and then uh, yeah, it went really well, and so I thought, mm-hmm. okay, I'll give it a try, and then, <laughs> but I was kind of more on the run, running away from ministry, to be honest. Okay, I would I would say I was not in a good place at the time, but right, yeah, but God has a way of orchestrating your path and mm-hmm. um, what you thought you were escaping to, you know, uh, that that what you thought was not part of God's plan ends up being part of God's plan, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve, you've known Jimmy for a long time and you've seen his whole, like his trajectory since ministry. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, did you have, did you know, did you have signs that he would like kind of move into this creative field? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to go into acting. Like right. that's not in our radar. That's yeah, not that's something right. in I think our... it's, yeah. Cause it's really out, out outside of our paradigm. And we spent, I think our seminary degree was about 60,000 US dollars, right? Yeah. It's like obscene amount of money. Yeah. Asians don't waste money. I think it's wrong. <laughs> I think it's wrong to charge pastors. That's, that's a whole other thing right there. Right? <laughs> a whole other whole nother issue. Another thing to be salty about. <laughs> and these churches pay you like, okay, forget it. I'm not going to go down yeah. that path. <laughs> but I mean, we're, we're trained to be pastors, right? So that's what our radar, I mean, that's what we're like tracking towards but when i saw him in alaska he wasn't very happy didn't seem like and uh and i just you know before ministry or anything like that you just want to make sure that your friends are like doing well so right and i i really miss these guys because we like did life together in la got very close and Mm -hmm. then you know uh you know him and his wife too and my wife were just very close friends so I wanted him to be in Vancouver selfishly. So I just really, I'm very persuasive. Yeah. So, He's a mastermind. Yeah. I was like, come down right. to Vancouver. Plotting, and then I said, planning. there's acting in Vancouver. You want to act? There's, you know, I just kind of like had this plan that he would be, he would be an associate pastor at our church worship. And then Jimmy is an amazing singer. Yeah, like his voice, is. Yeah. his voice is amazing. Like even on the podcast. Uh, thanks. We right. wanted him here primarily because... <laughs> We wanted to hear his voice on yeah. the podcast. This is like ASMR. It's so it's hot. His voice is hot, man. I, I'm so jealous of his right. crooner oh, voice. Like yeah. he's like Frank, Frank Sinatra or something. 
But I think, yeah, I, I didn't really know to answer your question, but while, while here, that's a whole nother story. I went all the way to Yukon to drive down with him mm -hmm. from his U-Haul just to, because I wanted to be around him and play golf on the way down yeah, with his right. U-Haul. And then yes. when he came, yeah, I could tell like, yeah, ministry is not for him. Like, mm. I think he, it's still for him. Like he's still doing it, but it's not his main passion. Mm -hmm. I think his, I realized that quickly, his main passion is like expressing his gifts. And I think that's, really all that God asks us, asks of us is just right. to express your passions and, and, and then God gives you the platforms. Yeah. Right. Well, we talked, we've talked in prior podcasts about unconventional ways to mm -hmm. serve God and yeah. to, uh, and to, um, you know, to, to just, yeah, to evangelize and to, uh, you know, unconventional ways of doing that and, and kind of reformulating kind of what, um, uh, being a, a Christian and serving God is right. So yeah. like, um, Jimmy, how have you done things unconventionally to kind of serve God and kind of make God a part of your, your acting, uh, career? Yeah. yeah that's a great, uh, question. Um, yeah, I, I just try my best to, to be the light wherever I go. Mm. And, mm. um, uh, as you know, in the acting industry, there's just not, a whole lot of Christians, you know, right, and, yeah, and and oftentimes people who are who are very opposed to Christianity mm. because they're very um, bitter towards maybe they they equate Christianity with their parents' religion or or wow. they they think it's a white person's religion. A lot of the Caucasians, right, and right, um, so they'll 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 come down really hard on Christianity, and then mm. they'll, but but at the same time they'll bend over backwards for um, any other religion <laughs> in the world, right? right? So yeah. I find that to be a little bit interesting. But um, mm -hmm. but I've, I've had some very interesting uh, and good conversations with um, some cast members right. when I work with people um, uh, in the LGBT community. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, and that's a huge topic and that that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's a big challenge for the church going forward too, like right. uh, how to deal with all of uh, that, you know, and mm -hmm. how to have a, um, dialogue with the LGBT community and, and, um, without compromising our own, uh, beliefs and values. Right. right. So it's, it's a tricky thing, but I've actually kind of, it's been interesting. I've been able to have some good gut conversations. I mean, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything, but we just talk and, and they just, I think what they appreciate the most is that, um, that I'm, that I'm not some, Christian that's like ready to bonk them over the head or something. I think right. they have these ideas, yeah. right? And so when I, they have conversations like that, they, they just appreciate it. Right. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, assume that there's just going to be a, a, a lot of judgment that kind of just yeah. rains down on, 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 on them when they speak with someone that's Christian that is yeah. very close to their faith. So it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really lightning. like uh, my assumption, obviously with the acting community and with, uh, you know, the entertainment industry, um, this is just purely from an outsider perspective. So I don't know if it's true or not, but it's, would, it, would you say it's like highly competitive and highly kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, just like there's a lot of jealousy, like, you know, who gets yeah. edited, what, like there's a lot of right, right. kind of, um, I, I don't know. Is that, is that something that's prevalent? Uh, prevalent you know, or? Often, honestly, I haven't seen a oh, whole okay. lot of that. Okay. Uh, and maybe it exists at a certain level. Sure. Maybe, um, but but I find that there are a lot of very generous people in the industry who okay. who uh, look out for each other, even if you're competitors, you know, 
uh, they'll they'll be happy for each other. Uh, I and I know a lot of people who aren't who are not Christians who are very positive people like that. And so wow. it's been a good experience for me being around right. people. You know, you give each other hugs and high yeah. fives when you show up at the uh, yeah. <laughs> audition room and things. Yeah, so it's good. I make a lot of friends. Sure. So, what was the story of your first, uh, your first like paid gig? <laughs> oh yeah, your first paid acting gig. What was it, and and how did it go? My very first paid acting gig was for a Korean commercial, believe it or okay. not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. A Korean speaking commercial that was shot uh, in Toronto. Okay. So they flew me out to Toronto. So I felt like pretty big, right? <laughs> big time. <laughs> and then you, you and it like was start walking to first class and they're like, economy, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much what happened. And, uh, you know, and it was airing only in L.A. Okay. And so uh, it was for the Korean community in L.A. So it's right. like it's weird how commercials work. So okay. they shoot it in weird parts of the world and then they yeah. shoot it in another part of the world. Uh, so that was my very first gig. And um and then it was kind of like on a string of a bunch of few other uh, gigs all, all around at the same time. So I thought I was blowing up. Right. But I, I didn't blow up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, you had a dry spell for a while. Yeah. And then the, got- uh, there was a writer strike. Right. Mm. And uh, it was right on the heels of me landing an actual like guest star role on a show called Flashpoint. Mm. And uh, I was thinking, oh, man, I've just... Now I'm at another, you know, level of acting and I'm on my way. And then all of a sudden everything was shut down for like two years. Right. You have a good testimony of how you learned to trust God during that season. Yes. Yeah, and then there were some gigs that you had to give up and all that. Oh, yeah. 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 Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Um, I think uh, I had a serious mistrusting God issue. Mm. Uh, and I had to go through a lot of like uh, inner healing and things like that to to really uh, grapple with that. Mm-hmm. But before that, I, I really, I used to tell kids in the youth group, oh, you got to trust the Lord. But I, I myself probably didn't know how to trust the Lord, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I got this uh, uh, audition uh, notice for some commercial and, and they shoot in London, uh, England. Right. And uh, if you get it, you're leaving in two days. And mm-hmm. it's like you get paid like, 15,000 or something like that. And I'm like, right. yeah, this is what we need. And yeah. man, God, God's going to provide this for me. And then, uh, and right away they put me on hold and they're like, this is your, your right for it. And it's, it's funny. It's a Cialis commercial. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, right. And it was only airing in uh, Spain. Wow. So weird, right. In the Korean yeah. community. And so um, I, I, I was put on hold and it just kept going on and on. And then I'm like starting to have some doubts and mm-hmm. my agent finally calls and said, you didn't get it. And so, I was devastated. You normally I'd be like, ah, you know, next one, whatever. But for for some reason, that one just broke me, mm-hmm. you know, and and it just kind of brought up all those issues of mistrust right. where I felt like the little ones God will give me, but the big ones, man, he's he's just not in my corner. Mm. It's just something about like something always goes wrong. Like I would right. I was fixated on things that go wrong because I maybe I had a history of that or whatever. And so yeah. um I pulled over to the side of the road after dropping off my two small kids at the time. And, uh, I had to go, uh, to my next job working at the pierogi factory, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm just like, man, my life sucks, you know? And, and I'm just kind of like, you know, down on myself. And then, and, uh, I sat there and I'm going, man, God, I, what is it? Why are you not, you know, like in my corner, what's going right. on, you know? And, and, um, 
And, but it's like, at the same time, I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. So I'm like battling that, that, uh, conflicting right. uh, thinking. And I said, God, I don't know what it means to, to trust you. And then all of a sudden, um, a sermon that Steve had preached the week before, right. Literally popped into my head. And in the sermon, he said, some of you are taking the same test again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and if you, until you pass it, you won't get the next test. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. And so I said, God, I, I need to pass this test, but mm -hmm. I don't know how, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to trust you. Even if I don't know how to do it, I'm just going to start trusting you. And it, it was like something shifted. And in that moment, I just stopped worrying about the future. Mm -hmm. I had been toiling so hard. Like, you know, I, I went to seminary. I don't know how to make money, you know? Mm. And then now I'm trying to be a starving actor. And so it right. just, those, it was a bad time, you know, like financially for us. And so, um, so I had a lot of worries, financial worries at the mm -hmm. time. And so I stopped worrying. I said, God, you're going to take care of me, you know? And I just kept telling myself that every day. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, um, boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> I, I landed like, like three, four gigs in a row. Wow. And it, I did the math at the end and it it all came out to around 15,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. yeah. So that was huge. And then, you know, obviously uh, there were more struggles along the way that right. the writer strike came after all that. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then commercials only started shooting on Sundays for some reason. And mm -hmm. they never shot on Sundays. And it was, as soon as I joined on staff at New Joy, right. I was like, I, yeah, I should be able, as long as I don't have to do any work on Sundays, uh, I should yeah. be fine, you know? And then right. all of a sudden, they only shoot commercials on Sundays now. And I'm going, what is going on here? Right. And uh, so I, it, it was a hard time again, but mm -hmm. but I approached it very differently now that, that I had passed that test. I right. felt like I really passed the test. And so mm -hmm. I was just like, you know, God, you're going to take care of us. And yeah. I just kept grinding it out. And uh, yeah, and just, he's been faithful. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with internal doubt, you know, and, mm -hmm. and mistrust in, in God. So like, um, is that something that you still struggle with? And how do you kind of like, if you are kind of seeping into that um, pattern again, like, how do you like, kick yourself out of it? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Man, you asked some good questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think every actor, especially goes through periods of man, because if you don't, you go on a dry spell, you, you don't, you know, book something for a little bit, then you start going, I'm a terrible actor. You know? <laughs> Every actor does this, you know, and it gets so emotional yeah. and up and down. But I think I've really learned that uh, everything I've gotten has been by the grace of God. And I right. think if I have that mentality, knowing that it is not something based on only what I do, but right. that it is God's grace, then it's like, it just takes all the pressure off myself too, to mm -hmm. have to book something, have to book this next thing and all that, you know? And I just really believe in my heart that it's God, God's paving the, the way for me mm -hmm. and I just have to walk it. And right. so I've always been like family first, you know, um, even in my, you know, dark years, I said, God is, God is first, no matter what. And so, right. I mean, my, I, my, my family's first, uh, in, in terms of my priorities. And so right. uh, I've only done acting as it comes my way in a way. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I haven't really been super aggressive in going out for things. It's just sure. been more like what what comes my way as right. I get sent out for auditions, or yeah. I haven't been like one of those like really hustling hard for my my career guys. You know, right? It's like having that faith, right? Yeah, and keeping that faith, um, you know, as a central component, as a centrifuge, I suppose. And yeah. it's it's funny how like the <laughs> it's kind of funny how the uh, kind of the uh, kind of a critical mass point of like having that doubt in acting was 
like a Cialis commercial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I suppose you're really passionate about that product. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, he has no problems. There. <laughs> not that I know. Yeah, not I'm, that I know. Uh, I'm just assuming. I, I'm not planning on being a spokesman for them anytime soon. Standing up for my buddy right here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Maybe, yeah, maybe there was better purpose for, for things after all. But, you know, we wanted to like kind of uh, change gears a bit. So like, you know, it, as a... Um, as a uh, like an Asian actor, do you feel like you get typecast? You get stereotyped into uh, certain types of roles, um, you know, and kind of what do you? How do you feel about that? Oh yeah, for sure. I think there is a. It's a double edged sword being an ethnic actor. Right. Um, on the one hand, you are limited a lot of times. Although the industry is, you know, being forced to change. Right. And and it's it's it, they just had the very first um hallmark movie about an asian family right that's never been done before yeah which is sad but it's it, well you were you were in that right no i wasn't in that one but oh, okay. i was in a different one oh, okay um yeah but it was like really awesome and they, uh yeah. someone at my church their their son he uh i got him into acting and and he's on that movie oh wow yeah. <laughs> that's amazing so uh and uh yeah so I, you i do get sent out for a lot of professional roles for sure like doctor uh and uh things like that and then uh also like store owner or right. you know corner store guy um but i i just try to have a good attitude about it and go right. you know what i know that uh everyone gets typecast it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are mm -hmm. you will get typecast right. and into playing roles that Maybe you don't want to play, but and, mm -hmm. and that's all you get sent out for a while. But right. you have to get the credits. You have to get the experience. Right. And so I just, I've never had a bad attitude about it. it. Yeah, I just embrace it. I go, right. oh, I'll take it. And it's money too, right? So mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll do it. But then as you do it, you start to make more connections. Right. And you get, you get better and you get sent out for better parts. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, the the double-edged sword part is that on you don't get the romantic leads. I don't even care about getting that, but I mean, I, I, I don't fit that mold anyways, right. but um, you don't get the good roles that a lot of the Caucasian actors are getting, mm -hmm. but you you also have way less competition. That's mm -hmm. the that's the good side of it. And so right. there's less of us. And so when you go to the audition room, it's always the same guys, the same handful of guys usually, right. you know? And so, um, yeah, so that's the good part. You can book a lot more too, mm -hmm. so. You have to, there's some times when you have, there's some compromising roles that you might have to do or audition for. And I know that uh, big, like this semi, semi scandal or like quote unquote scandal, but it wasn't really a scandal. I mean, you had to do a kissing scene at Kim's convenience. <laughs> right. It was like not even a kissing scene. People were telling me he's going to kiss somebody. It was like a little peck. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, it was last season, so I don't want, I, I'll, I'll just give it away. He like, he yeah. kisses the pastor, uh -huh. a woman pastor. I'm like, whoa, wow. Jimmy. Wow. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah. Wow. Wow. But I'm like, I was thinking, okay, so where, where's the line for you? Exactly. And when, when are you going to, what are, what are the, some things are you going to just tell your agent? I'm not going to do this. Or right. yeah. what, is, what is the line? And then you and your wife, I'm, I'm sure I've talked about yeah. these issues. Yeah, we've we've that's a really good point you bring up. Um we uh had to have a lot of conversation about that. Right. I mean, she's she is like such a church church girl. She's <laughs> grown, grown up in the church her whole life. So like to her even like one kiss is like uncomfortable for her. Right. But she's not like you can't do this, you know, but right. but she's that's where she comes from. So she comes on from like one 
like ex- extreme end of it okay. where I'm a lot more like, uh, you know, my lines are different like than work. hers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so we had to have conversations and some of it was like, uh, we, we disagreed on certain things, but I, I always tell her that I will do, you know, obviously I will honor and respect her lines. Right. Uh, and she's also realistic about, um, I'd only be doing church plays if I did, did everything <laughs> right, according yeah, to her lines, you know. Right. So uh, <laughs> she understands Kirk that. Cameron films, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's all. You're not doing any films five. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can have a left behind five, but <laughs> depends on what theology you have, I guess. <laughs> left <Yep>. behind, not <laughs> right. post, 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 <laughs> something millennial. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, uh, my lines are pretty pretty firmly drawn. You know right. that I've had conversation with my wife about, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I told my agent, and right. and of course the agent's very respectful about those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't really push those things. I mean, and also I'm not some 23 year old blonde girl, right? Uh, pretty young blonde girl that that's going to be pressured into a lot right. of the same things. So I don't really have many uh, uh, like I think it's more things about do i agree with do i want to be a part associated with a movie like this right mm-hmm. those are the questions yeah. i have to deal with more i right. think yeah, and yeah. So do you want to be associated with this project yeah. type of thing yeah um so you pivoted kind of your path you know reasonably kind of at, you know probably at the midpoint of your life not you know yeah. so like how, how was that uh like was there how was that process was it like an instant thing was it a gradual thing like what was that like you know from ministry yeah um, to, to acting. Yeah. I, I would say it was kind of quick because right. I was running, okay. <laughs> trying to get away from ministry. So it happened pretty fast, but it, it internally, it was, it wasn't like overnight. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely, it needed some time for me to, to go, is this realistic? Can I really right. do this? And I'm not, I'm not a person that thinks that far into the future. Okay. Um, I'm more of a spontaneous person, so right. I have to have someone in my life that's going to speak some reality to mm-hmm. me. Like my my wife is good about that, right? You know, and so she's she's able to look further down the road than I can, and so she'll be like, "I are, are you sure?" You know, yeah. those kind of things. So, but we had conversations, and uh, I was really, you know, floored that she was as willing to go down this right. road with me as, as she ended up being. And poor my poor wife, but she, <laughs> she's still with me. Praise right. the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so how do you balance that family, you know, you know, that, that family, you know, you mentioned that there, uh, that's the priority. So how do you balance that with, you know, obviously there's long hours in acting and, and yeah. lots of preparation and yeah. you know, memorization of scripts and stuff like that. Yeah, man, it was, I mean, I didn't do a very good job of it in the beginning for sure. I, right. I think, uh, you know, when my kids were small, I, I just thought I was strong enough to be able to, um, work and sleep as little as I need to. Right. I just thought I could do it, you know, and I would do any kind of job just to make ends meet, you know, and, and obviously, like I said, I didn't know how to make uh, money. So I just had to take on any kind of grunt work and mm-hmm. I would take jobs that allowed me flexibility during the day to audition and those kind of things. Right. Um, and so there, there, there weren't enough hours in the yeah. day sometimes, but right. I, I tried to, you know, make the most of, being with my girls during the day, right. um, I, I I have some regrets. I probably oh, yeah. didn't spend as much time 
when they were small mm. um as i wanted to that's, mm-hmm. that's one of my regrets for sure right. but but uh um yeah i i spent a lot of times like like doing community theater man they re- they ask so many hours out of you right. and you're doing all this for free yeah so that was really hard but i knew that at the same time i'm getting like free acting lessons in a way because directors are kind of teaching you acting while you do right. it right so well i mean i just want to attest to his family as a i know his kids from like from their since they were babies so <laughs> they've turned out to be amazing young women of, uh, of quality character but you know they they really believe in god and their mm. family life is amazing something to aspire to so he did a good job so i don't know what he's talking about like, <laughs> right he re- we all have regrets but jimmy you yeah. did a good job man Thanks. very good right. when you're when your kids want to spend time with you i know they play games at night all the time what's yeah. the game you play now well, we play ticket to ride Tic- oh I don't yeah, know what ticket. Game. yeah ticket. Hours <laughs> upon hours. yeah that's nice that says a lot that the right. kids want to play ticket yeah. to ride yeah. with you yeah. yeah so that's a yeah that's, a, tes- that's right. a testament testament to yeah. their yeah parenting. how old are they now jimmy 20 and 18. wow so they they're Both so, girls yeah mm-hmm. there's that you're in that conversion point between young adulthood and like child you know teenage yeah. life to childhood <laughs> yeah how's that feel <laughs> you know like i i kind of it's, didn't know what that unknown was going to be like right. but as we've entered into it i i'm like oh this is this wasn't as bad nearly as bad as i thought this is actually a good time for us we really um gotten so much closer like mm-hmm. as a family just right. in the last couple of years That's and we've always had a great family uh relationships you know yeah. but uh i feel like uh during their schooling years you know they like to go in their own rooms and right. disappear for a while and so it's it was getting more hard to connect with them right and then the differences in, in interests and things like that you mm-hmm. know and they, none of them want to play sports or right. you know <laughs> play yeah. golf right i'm like why, why not golf <laughs> uh but uh shall we yeah yeah uh, well so you tried you tried, tried. To, you, you tried, tried but you know we don't ballet <laughs> one oh one out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know that's uh you know it's 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 so great so what looking into the future now here jimmy like mm-hmm. um you know obviously you're you're down this acting path like what are you looking forward to what are the things like what project would you like to sink your teeth into would you like to do anything besides acting would you like to write or direct or produce or anything like that yeah man i'd like to do yeah. all of that oh, i mean wow. i don't know if i would be good at any of it but i would love to produce my own stuff cool um and i would love to be in something like a series you know like a regular that would be nice right. to be able to sink my teeth into, into a, a role yeah a role that just keeps going on and on you know right we actually we actually started a like an idea for a script yeah and then we, we quickly realized we need backers we need help yeah. right. so anybody out there that is like willing to back our idea yeah. we had this What's awesome idea? we just had an awesome yeah. idea about like pastor yeah we had an idea of like uh like a contemporary pastor right. i think the Hollywood needs that right now, yeah. but like not like the typical Seventh Heaven, like Little right. House in the Prairie kind yeah. of like wholesome. But there needs to be. A tr- I think Hollywood needs a little wholesomeness, like you know. Right. So, but I think some. I think the idea was based on like my life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm like the t- I'm Mostly not the typical pastor, right. pastor, but mm-hmm. we had some ideas. But hey, I'm just shouting out giving a shout out anybody with lots of my billion dollars just want to back back our idea (laughs) we will self-produce it yeah sure yeah Yeah, so that's i think we would like to 
we had a good time just sitting down and talking yeah. about it. We yeah. had a lot of good laughs. <laughs> Dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The dreams sometimes come into reality, which is good. And having those conversations, that's how everything starts, right? Yeah. Like conversations in, mm-hmm. in, in a little room. So, uh, yeah. So like kind of looking forward, like your own project and, and securing a role yeah. uh, would be kind of something that you would like kind of really love to see in the future then. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think one thing that I've, um, really uh, learned about myself is that I, I love to help others, uh, if they show interest in going down a similar path, Okay, I'd love to help them, you right. know, like, uh, so I started teaching a little acting class out of my home. Oh, wow. Okay. And I have some, you know, like right now I have like seven, eight students. Oh, wow. And man, it's so fun. I love yeah. like just imparting you know, and part of me is like, I wish I had this when I started, you know, right. but, but because I didn't have it, mm-hmm. I want I want to be able to give that to other people. Right. So I don't know what that platform is going to look like down the road, but I, I think what God's been putting on my heart is how to, you know, encourage people and, and help them on the path that, right. that, that they're on. And if it's something that I know how to, help out with you know right well i would say uh, we my wife and i went to the acting class just to (laughs) give a plug and he's an amazing teacher right and uh just to give a testimony testimony my wife went out for an audition after that and then on her first audition she got it (laughs) oh yeah i was like oh my gosh i can't believe she's like i'm not gonna get it there's so many young young girls there i was so old and then they called her up and said you got it and i was like Jimmy, <laughs> you're amazing. So I think that had more to do with her looks than my health, honestly. But <laughs> no, but she wouldn't have even gone if you didn't yeah. make her, if you didn't push her into acting classes. And just she had, she just had the courage. She knew what to do, how to take, how to, how to go for auditions, how to right. get the part and stuff like that. So just a plug. I think I could see Jimmy's acting class getting bigger and bigger. And so I'm just giving a plug. Anybody with a warehouse out there. <laughs> Yeah. Or classroom or space, you know, want to lend to Jimmy to yeah. blow up right. his acting class, please. Uh, yeah. So you have seven or eight email students us. now. That's that's quite a quite a number. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at one point it even was bigger, but because of COVID, right? I have to limit it to eight max yes. right yes, now. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, uh, and we we all we all wear masks, right? And then only when we can't do scenes, yeah, together. So we we do like on camera solo stuff where oh, someone okay. reads the other lines for them. And then the person on camera, that's the only time they have their mask off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, do you wish that you did this? um, Do you wish that you did acting sooner? There is a part of me that definitely wishes that. But, you know, uh, I I don't know that it would have been that great, honestly, because I I would have missed out on all of the amazing experiences that I had, the fullness of life that I've had uh, otherwise, you know? And Mm -hmm. so um, one of the, concerns I always had when I started in acting was I, I didn't study acting. I didn't, I didn't get, right. I didn't go to a uh, major in it. You know, yeah. I didn't major in theater. And, and then the the acting teacher in Anchorage would tell me, he goes, you went to the school of life, Jimmy. Right. He goes, uh, you know, mm. acting is about drawing from your own life. Right. And so he's like, you, the, these young kids that, that are in my class are, are, they don't have anything to draw from right now. Right. They need to live life. That's why people go to New York so that they can yeah. like experience so culture can, and, you know, yeah, <laughs> party. Yeah, party and live it <laughs> right. up and then is experience as much of life as possible. So I, I'm very grateful for the journey. It's a very unique, I don't know too many people that, that can say yeah. they had a similar road as me, you know? Right. So yeah, it's I, so I, unique. I'm, I'm very grateful for it. I remember when I first saw Jimmy in his first play, Little Flower Drum, 
a flower drum song. Yeah, flower drum yeah, song. Yeah. And then I was nervous for him because I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm praying for you, brother, mm -hmm. because I've never seen him act before. And then I, I thought, oh yeah, he's got it. He's, he's an actor. And then obviously he's improved over the years. And then when I saw him on shows and all that, and um, one of my, when I was teach, coaching volleyball for my son's team, one of the students said, are you an actor? Are you in the <laughs> right. Adidas commercial, Minimus commercial? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, I was, because Jimmy was helping me. He was my assistant. And, uh, and they were like, whoa, my gosh. They were like <laughs> yeah. freaking out. Yeah. Like he's a celebrity. He so is funny. a celebrity. Yeah. But when I saw him at Kim's, convenience in on Granville theater. I literally cried because more than the TV show, like he was drawing from his own experience. Right. And there was one scene in there. He was like, he was getting angry, but he was like trying to express his love and, mm. and he was hitting his chest and I, I literally broke out crying, like mm -hmm. mm. bursting out. Oh, oh my gosh. I was there <laughs> crying and I could see everyone was crying because you know, even the non-Asians, they like, mm. we were, because he, they can connect to his story. So I, right. I testify to his, like, he's drawing from his life experience, but he mm -hmm. is a, he's a very good actor and uh, I'm sure he's going to get so many more roles. So we're really thankful that he's here to share his life Thanks, experience man. with us. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that there's, it's, it's so, it's such a unique path that you've had. Mm -hmm. Has there any been, uh, has there been a time, Jimmy, where you like really screwed up, like on stage or like really like botched it? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Michael. Yeah. Michael asks all these yeah, I wanna hear, interesting I wanna questions. Hear, I want to hear like you botching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I've had to like uh, noodle my way through a song once in okay. a musical. <laughs> I forgot the words. <laughs> And I just went, na 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 I just went, na-na-na for like half a minute. And then I was like off stage going, just hitting myself in the head afterwards. And then it started to become this thing. Like I started thinking about it so much that right. every time that part would come up, I would struggle to remember yeah, so it. Just yeah, draw a blank. Yeah, it would yeah. like, and then someone told me, just breathe. And that was the biggest help I could get. Yeah. And so I just took a breath right before that part. Right. I, I also had like one line. Yeah. on Fringe, uh, on, on that sci-fi show, Fringe, right. right? And uh I remember I had to go and walk in and just say a simple line. I just kept botching it over and over again. Right. But, Do you remember and, the line? Uh, no, I don't remember. It's, it's so long ago. Botching it now. Yeah, no? I'm still botching it, man. It's a, it's, that was never to be learned. Um, and and the, the guy was so nice, the, the, right. the, the regular on the show. And, yeah. and he would just kind of pull me to the side and... and uh, he would just talk about when he got started in acting. I think he he saw my my uh, nervousness, right? So he was just kind of like talking to me. I, I was really really appreciative of that. But that's cool. yeah, I mean, people screw up all the time. I right. I screw up a lot, but you know, I just always remember, especially if it's film and TV. Just, yeah. they'll just do it again anyway. Yeah, that's so. what I'm like. You know, live like just live theater. Um, yeah. I love going to live theater cause it's like, it's all, it feels risky. Like it feels yeah. like there's an element of like danger. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like that? Is there a difference between stage and, and screen? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get one shot per night right. on, on stage. Yeah. That is it. So right. if you screw up, it's, it's going to be bad. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but I, I know that in theater, the rehearsal process is so good that, well, a lot of times I haven't had right. some of those nightmare experiences that some other actors have had, right. but um, usually you'll have ample time to mm -hmm. properly be prepared to go on stage. Whereas in, in film and TV, 
the, these guys, they're just learning the lines right before right. they go on, you know, and it's like permanent. It stays on right. film forever. So it's, it, it boggles my mind how that works. Right. You know, like something that you put way less work into is mm -hmm. so permanent, but all this work you put into stage, it's just one night for those people who came, that was it. Right. You know? And so, but, uh, but there's nothing like that, that exhilarating feeling of that interaction with the audience mm -hmm. uh, that you get in uh, live theater. Right. Nothing beats that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like that exchange of energy, right? That, yeah. uh, that reverberation. That's what I've heard from, uh, yeah. yeah from, and from and it's people, that, actually. it's that effect that you right. have on yeah. each other. Right. That, that's just like this energy that just, mm -hmm. uh, that's so special, mm -hmm. you know, and like my biggest struggle, uh, right now when I'm doing theater is trying not to laugh because mm -hmm. the stuff that comes out of my uh, Appa's mouth in in the play it's just so funny right and it and it hits so home with me right because that's what I grew up on right yeah and and uh and so Steve Steve would know too like it th that kind of humor right hits us to the core right and so and then really to be resonates. able to be the guy having yeah. a straight face <laughs> and making everyone else right. laugh it's it's hard so yeah yeah I've I've really struggled with like corpsing on stage you know right. like <laughs> <laughs> right. so far i, I haven't yeah. done it but thank god <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's like that's so interesting you know that just that whole uh you know that that whole uh you know the the live acting and stuff like that but uh you know you also led worship for mm -hmm. for a long time so did what's your background with singing and music like do you have you done it since you're a kid what's the um you know i i um Probably, I have a very uh, musical uh, father. He's a really good singer. Okay. And so I think I get some of my singing ability from him. Right. My mom carried a really good tune too, but oh, she wow, just okay. never really did anything aside from while she's washing dishes, you know? But right. um, uh, so it, it's in the blood in a way. Mm -hmm. But I think when I was growing up, I wasn't ever singing because, you know, like, I was going through puberty and then like my, right. my throat was killing me every time I would try to sing. And, okay. and so, and I didn't want to put myself out there. And so right. I, I didn't know that I could even sing until I went to college. Mm -hmm. And then while I was in college, I just happened to be around worship all the time. Right. People are singing. I had no aspirations of leading worship or anything sure. like that, but I just happened to befriend some guys that were amazing worship leaders. And, right. and I would always just want to sit down and, and worship with that person while they right. led. And uh, that's, I guess, I, I kind of caught something from them. Mm -hmm. And then when I went out to LA after I graduated, um, you know, I, now that I'd been singing a little bit in college, I right. joined the singing team and stuff like that. I, I started to, you know, just fill in needs, you know, like everyone mm -hmm. always needs worship leading in Korean churches. And so right. I started leading worship and then I just started getting better and better and growing in mm -hmm. it. But I never thought I'd be some guy that's going to be singing and playing right. guitar. You know, I never thought that before. Yeah. Do you have a favorite worship song that you that you like to sing? Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, so random. Keith Green. Keith Green. Oh no. <laughs> or I. I um, or that you sing well. That like you know. That, uh -huh. Yeah. Are you trying to get him to sing on mic? Yes, <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think my favorite song right now is uh, "Worthy Is Your Name" by. Uh, is it Elevation or what's the other one? Uh, there's like there's Hill Songs, not Hill Elevation. Song. No, there's another group. Uh, um, anyways, yeah, they're kind of like Elevation, but I, I, it might even be Elevation, but there's okay. a song called Worthy. Uh, that's a really favorite song of mine these days. Um, it kind of has a 
old school feel. Yeah. I, I'm more into like 80s, 90s worship. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not a man of the times, you know? Like even <laughs> right. the music I listen to, like, yeah. you know, like all my playlists are like right. 70s, Block 80s. Yeah. Oh, Flock <laughs> of Seagulls. Oh my gosh. Right. I was more like Earth, Wind and Fire, oh, Michael okay. Jackson, that yeah. kind of, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So like even my regular music I listen to is like old school. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all old school. So yeah. Jimmy, if, uh, if we have uh, someone that's listening out there that's thinking about kind of getting started in acting or getting started in, in the creative creative arts like yeah what would be kind of like your advice to them mm. i would say uh do it because it's something you enjoy right never make it about money there's a million other ways to make money and that is one of the worst ways to try to make money because right. like less than one percent of all actors are working actors that like can live off of that right <laughs> without doing any other work right so i would say you know um do it because uh, you really love doing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I used to think everything is about calling and this and that, but, you know, I think, uh, it's something that, I mean, unless it's, it's something you shouldn't be doing, right. I would say, you know, do it, but, um, you can do it at, on so many levels. You don't have right. to make it a huge career. You could just do it, you know, go out for commercials and, and mm -hmm. make some extra money. It's fun, you know? And sure. so whatever you want to do, just, just do it because you enjoy it. Right. And, um, but don't kill yourself over it. Cause it's, 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 it's not going to be a good way to make money. <laughs> <laughs> right. It should take some acting classes with yeah. you though. Yeah. Get that, yeah. Some get acting, that acting yeah. Do you have, is it, is it like, can, so can people just sign up for your acting class? Like how does someone oh, sign they, up for They could contact me and okay. say, Hey, I'm interested. You know, right. why don't you give us your contact yeah, info what's your, and your what's the best way to Instagram handle? Yeah. Um, my Instagram handle is, um, uh, Yimmy G. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't even know, man. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not on social media that much. Okay. Um, or I think James Z. Right. Um, I think James Z. Actor or James Z. I don't remember. Sure. I'm so bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How about, uh, well, they, what, so that's the best way to reach you through Instagram or is it through email? Email's good yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. What's your email? Uh, James Z. Actor at gmail.com. Okay. Cool. His Instagram okay, handle is yi.jimmy. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Y I dot so ye dot Jimmy. Ye dot Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, ye dot Jimmy. Yeah. So you can DM him on Instagram. He's yeah. it's uh very apparent that he's on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh yeah. <laughs> I even went to a like a social media like coaching class <laughs> really? that they offer for actors. Yeah. And I went there and I'm like I'm one of the youngest guys there. Like everyone's like in their sixties and seventies. I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> right. Always uh, out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think on that note, this was a ton of fun, Jimmy. Thanks so much for being a part Thanks. of the podcast. Thanks for yeah. having me. This yeah. was fun. This was a lot of fun and hopefully you can come back and, and visit us again soon. Absolutely. All right, guys. So if you like this podcast, uh, Steve, do you want to add anything? No, I'm good, man. Yeah. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, please rate us five out of five stars on the podcast platform that you're listening to. And if you want to reach out to us, we've been getting some emails and stuff, which is kind of cool. Uh, Josh, the best way is, uh, sorry, remind yes. us again. The Grotto Podcast at gmail.com or uh, DM us on Instagram at uh, Grotto Podcast. Yeah. And on that note, have a great uh, rest of the day, guys. Thanks for coming, Jimmy. Thank See you, you later. Yeah. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thanks, brother. <laughs>